0: The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for Pretty Gory. You may experience swearing, violence, and sexual situations that you engage in often, hopefully never, and only in your dreams. Parents need to watch your children. They could learn more than you want them to.
1: Since March 2007, one online audio production group has pushed
2: the boundaries.
3: Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Mordlin.
4: It's sounding for audio drama with plumpy bits. You have been listening to Jake Sanson. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents. My name is Feedback, and these are my stories. Last time on Gaia's
5: Voyages.
0: This is the Broken Sea Audio Productions. ...of Escape from New York.
5: OTR Swagcast. Doctor
3: Who. Starring Mark Kalita as The Doctor.
1: Brokensea.com. New audio every Thursday.
4: Rony's Own Radio. A show where we talk to people. Some you've heard of, many you haven't. We discuss topics in the news, on your mind... And some topics that no one talks about. Rony Own Radio is an award winning view and interview show hosted by Jeff Roney. So now you can't say that you've never heard of Rony Own Radio because you just did. Visit JRDOnline.com and see what people are talking about in the Rony Zone. Rony Zone Radio can be found at JRDOnline.com.
1: One and all, to the Broken Sea production of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Before we begin, we again ask that you make yourself comfortable and listen to this lesson from the Lawgiver.
6: ago when the world was still scorched. The apes lived in wandering families. Each family had its own laws and they did not always agree. Now there were so many ape families that their gatherers had to find a great deal of food and water for them each day and this was not always possible. Legadaire was a young orangutan and he lived with his grandmother who was all that was left of his entire family. One morning, when Legader was cooking up the last of the fruit mash with his grandmother, he asked, Grandmother, this fruit is so dry and mealy, why do the gatherers have to bring back such meager food? Well, said his grandmother slowly, we are being tested by the Almighty. I know this fruit is mealy and dry, But the Almighty knows what will make our family strong, and he will provide. Perhaps one day he will lead us to a land big enough for all three of the great ape families to live together under one rule, without wandering about," sighed his grandmother. But Legadir was not content to simply wait. He was going to seek out the Almighty. And now, Beneath the Planet of the Apes.
2: We're all gathered in a uh, Greek style amphitheater. Thousands of apes. This is a nightmare. Taylor find this too. Shit. I keep forgetting. For all your beauty, I can't speak. Taylor must have seen this. I'm trembling, scared. I am too. Christ! What are they doing now? This isn't real. Give me.
3: Get on with it,
5: Ursus. But of course, Doctor. Say mm-hmm. this. Quiet! Quiet! The packed, Zira. Oh, oh,
1: excuse me. Nearly Pardon? Oh, oh, this way, Zira. Here, last two seats, up a balcony. I oh, will I ever be on software. time no.
0: Simple soldier.
1: There's a good one. Zira.
0: This is as bad as the tribunal.
1: Yes, the tribunal... Zira. The
0: Bulls Court is back in session. Zira!
5: All rise. The tribunal is now in session. The accused will now stand and receive the court's decision, Madam President.
7: For the record, sitting to my right, the Honorable Dr. Maximus. To my left, the Honorable Dr. Zaius, Minister of Science. Dr. Zira and Dr. Cornelius, you both stand before this tribunal accused of heresy by your deeds and actions in the forbidden zone as witnessed by Dr. Zaius himself. Dr. Zaius, whom I might also add, was taken prisoner by your human Dr. Zira, a certain bright eyes. And neither you nor your fiancé, Dr. Cornelius, lifted a hand to stop this atrocity committed against the Minister of Science himself, Dr. Zayas.
0: The human's name is Taylor.
5: Incredible. She still knows no sign of remorse, even with her head laid bare upon the chopping block.
0: Dr. Maximus, the truth... Is the truth! Perhaps it would be
1: quicker, Zira, if I just cut off my own head. Don't be an
0: ass, Cornelius. Dr. Zira,
3: with the stroke of a pen, you could be wiped clean of ape society. Your life hangs in the balance. Choose your words
4: carefully.
0: (laughs) Of course, Dr. Maximus. Wouldn't want a little thing like the truth to get in the way of tradition and
7: illogic. By the
5: law, give a woman... You try my patience.
7: Enough of this.
5: Well, are you still set upon this path? I must,
3: for the record, voice my dissent upon this matter. Truly noted, old friend. But I am certain. My convictions on this matter do not waver. Very well. Cornelius. Later.
0: What's going on? No
3: no clue. By now, I had
1: already expected to have a gunny sack slung over my head and my last rites being read to me over an unmarked
0: grave. (sighs) Do be serious. I am.
7: I must confess that I am not thrilled by your decision either, Dr. Zayas. But you are the Minister of Science. And in this matter, I will acquiesce your wishes. Though it pains me to do so.
3: Thank you. Madam President.
7: Then we are agreed.
3: Not pleased, but agreed.
7: Very well. A decision by the tribunal has been reached. Dr. Zira, Dr. Cornelius, you have both been found guilty of the charge what? of What? This is an outrage! Zira, this is- silence! You will curb your tongue, Dr. Zira, or I will have it removed. What? Zira? Are you sure about this?
3: Yes. <clears throat> Zira. Quiet, please.
7: Doctor Zira, Doctor Cornelius, you are guilty of heresy, and as much as it pains me to say it, by the gracious nature of the esteemed Doctor Zayas, your sentence of death by beheading has been <coughs> commuted. Commuted? Oh my! Then we we're right. Zira. Do Push it, Dr. Zira. Only by the benevolence of Dr. Zaius, for reasons of his own, have you been spared. It will not happen again. This court is adjourned.
5: All rise. The tribunal is adjourned.
0: We're free? Shocked. It doesn't even begin to describe how I feel right now. You are
3: shocked, <clears throat> sir? A word, my young revolutionaries. Dr.
0: Zayas, I can't thank you enough. But why?
7: How?
3: <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> After your display in the court in these past minutes, I'm asking that myself.
0: Dr. Zayas, I'm sorry, but I just couldn't <clears throat> let... <clears throat>
3: We need to talk, but not here. Meet me in my office in one hour. And this time, try to remember Cornelius.
1: Yes, sir. I I am sorry about...
3: (laughs) The words of the lawgiver are quite clear on this point. In work, in life, in all my actions, never stray from your duties to ape kind. Even in the face of flying paper toys. I will see you both within the hour. Good day. Uh, Yes, sir. Good day, sir.
1: And thank you.
0: Dr. Zayas knew about the toy. Taylor's flying paper toy. I never said a word.
1: There is more to that orangutan than I've ever imagined. Come on, Zira. Let's grab a quick bite before heading to Dr. Zaius's.
0: that he couldn't have told us in court Mm.
1: a good lunch dear what oh yes at this point i couldn't even hazard a guess Mm. my stomach's a bit upset i'm sorry dear probably the stress of our lives of late catching up with you between taylor the forbidden zone and this tribunal let me take your plate dear
0: oh you're probably right i am hungry still what was that, dear? Oh. Um, nothing. What do you think... Cornelius, we have a visitor. Can you get the door? Of
1: course. Oh, I feel exhausted. We do need to get to Dr. Zaius's office. After that, I suggest you take a nap.
0: But what if Ursus's call for an audience of all Ape City?
1: Oh, when's the last time you listen to Ursus? Can... Uh, Dr. Milo, <laughs> where did you come from? I thought you were still in... The
8: Forbidden Zone. I was. I am here now. I have to
1: speak with you both. Do come in, but we do have to be in Dr. Zaius's office in five
8: minutes. You're still covered in sand. Just get in. Yes, directly. But I have caught wind of the tribunal's decision in regard to you both. I would make that meeting with Dr. Zaius promptly, so I won't keep you now. I have to get a few things before I return to my new <coughs> site. After your meeting with the esteemed Dr. Zaius and Ursus's rally after, meet me at my home. Um, no offense,
1: Milo, but can this wait till tomorrow? Zero's feeling a bit under the weather.
8: Nerves, I
0: think. Oh, Cornelius, just a queasy stomach, nothing more. Why, Milo?
8: I do not know precisely what happened out in the Forbidden Zone to you both. But your bright eyes didn't return with you, nor did Ursa's gorillas bring back his carcass. I can only assume.
0: Yes. Well. You see, Taylor... Uh, No offense, Dr. Milo,
1: but we do have to be at Dr. Zaius' office.
8: Yes, you do, and you must meet me at my home after. What I have to say, it concerns you both, as well as this... Taylor? Taylor. Not here, not now. Cornelius is right. Go meet with Zaius. As I said, I have a few things to do myself. I'll await your arrival this evening. Good day. But Dr. Milo... Later, Zira. I need to get out of these clothes, and Theresa is watching the... (coughs) Sight for me alone. I will see you both at dinner. Good day.
1: (laughs) Our lives are never dull, I'll say that. Come, Zira. Let's go see what the Minister of Science means.
0: Yes, let's do get this over with. I am more interested in Milo's invitation. Of course you are, dear. Of course
1: and As requested, we are here on time, Dr. Zayas.
0: And no paper toys.
3: Zira. Um, no. Uh, no, Cornelius, no. She has every right, after what transpired in the Forbidden Zone, to speculate behind closed doors.
0: Then I have some questions.
3: I'm sure that you do, Dr. Zira. And one day, you will have answers. But not today. In any event, I have called you here to inform you both that although the charge of heresy has been commuted, this uh, this day of execution does not come without its price.
1: I knew it! Zira, now, now. What? Um concessions have come with our freedom as
3: decreed by the tribunal you will never speak of your <coughs> findings to any aid you do not follow this to the letter and I mean to the letter your lives <laughs> well need I say more
0: Dr. Zayas is preposterous. We were acquitted, not commuted, no matter what the court's preposterous wording states. We are free. Therefore, we are not guilty. Ugh! Are all the members of the tribunal total... Zira!
3: It is my neck as well, Dr. Zira. It was my word that freed you from the charges. You need to remember that, my young chimpanzee. With all the furor Ursus has whipped up over the humans in the Forbidden Zone, the Council was ready to hand you over to Ursus's execution squad this very afternoon. What
0: humans in the Forbidden Zone? I've heard rumors.
3: i hmm. must be senile. I talk too much of matters which are of no concern to you. Now, I am curious as well. <laughs> I'm sure you both are. Some day we will talk. For now, understand this. You are under my protection.
1: And we both are forever grateful for that, sir.
3: Yes. Now, if this... Protection of mine is to continue. Dr. Zera and Dr. Cornelius, you must both understand that there is truth and there is. the truth.
0: Begging your pardon, Dr. Zaius, but this is an ink.
1: The truth is the truth. I'll just go turn my neck over to Ursus now, Zira. Save him the trouble of hunting me down later.
3: Mm. The two are not one and the same, Zera. You both have bright careers and lives ahead of you. Don't ruin them in your pursuits.
1: Sir, you have our word.
0: Cornelius!
1: Zira, Dr. Zayas has stood up for us against the status quo. Against the static majority. We will keep our word, sir. Hmm.
3: See that you do. I have high hopes for you both, but now I must join Ursus at the Colosseum. I believe that you both need to join your colleagues there as well, to hear our General's address to all of Ape City.
1: Yes, sir. We were heading there directly after- Good.
3: Off you go, then. Oh, Cornelius. Was that Dr. Milo I saw headed to your home earlier? Dr. Milo?
0: Yes. He wanted to discuss, um, phenomena and, uh, the agricultural effects on apes in, uh, relation to nomadic wanderings with Cornelius.
3: Oh, really? Do tell him to see me when you speak to him later, then. Now, off you both go and heed my advice to you and to Taylor. Good day.
0: How rude. What did he mean by... Uh,
1: Right before Taylor rode off, he said, don't go looking for it, Taylor. You may not like what you find.
0: Rubbish. Come dear, let's go here Ursus. I just cannot wait.
8: Uh, right.
1: Just recalling the Tribunal and the rest of the day's events. Uh, Ursus, as bad as the Tribunal.
5: Well, I am but a simple soldier. And as a soldier, I see things simply... What I saw when I became your army commander broke my heart. I saw our country imprisoned on one side by the sea, and by the north, south, and west by naked desert, the Forbidden Zone. And inside our country, we found ourselves infected by those enormous parasites we call humans. Our land infected by those parasites who devoured the fruits that we had planted in a land rightly ours, who fattened on the fertility of our fields that we had made green with wheat who polluted the pure and precious water of our lakes and rivers with their, their animal excrement. And who continue to, breed in our very midst like maggots, infesting a once healthy body. What should we do? How should we act? I know what every soldier knows. The only thing that counts in the end is power. Naked, merciless force. Today the bestial human herds have at last been systematically flushed from their feeding grounds. No single human beast has escaped our net. They are dead, or if not dead, they are in cages, condemned to die. I do not say that all humans are evil, simply because their skin is hairless and white. But our lawgiver tells us that never will they have the apes divine faculty for distinguishing between evil and good. Their eyes are animal. Their smell the smell of the flesh they eat. Had they been allowed to live and breed among us unchecked they would have overwhelmed us and the concept of ape power would have become meaningless, and of a high and splendid culture, it would have wasted away, and our civilization would have been ravaged and destroyed. I've got to
2: get it. I've got to get out of here. The only way I can do that is the way I came into this simian hell sky. This planet has a name. It's planet Nightmare. All I know is I can't stay here.
5: Come on, beautiful. Get me out of here. Here's our dead human. And those lucky enough to remain alive will have the privilege of being used by our revered Minister of Science. Dr. Zeus Why? Why do the chimpanzees clap? I believe they fought for Dr. Zaius. Ah, Sergeant, put an end to this protest now. Yes, sir. You and you.
1: Zira, you are in danger. The entire chimpanzee community is standing. As your husband, I beg you to stand up. Only for my principles, which they all seem to have forgotten. All right. For your principles, then. And mine. Only stand
5: Doctor Zero, leading the rebellious element. Hmm.
3: Yes, Ursus, it is. I will take care of it. Hmm.
5: See that you do.
2: Let's go. What? What are you pointing at? The chimp? In the crowd. You know her? Will never be I wish you could week. speak.
5: The Forbidden Zone has been closed for centuries, and rightly so. But we now have evidence that the vast, barren wasteland is inhabited. By whom, or by what exactly we do not know, but if they live, and live they do, then they must eat. We must replenish this land that was ravaged by the humans. We must replenish this land with new and productive feeding grounds, and these we can obtain in the ...forbidden zone. So now, it is our holy duty to enter it. Put the mark of our feet and our wheels and guns and flags upon it... ...to expand the boundaries of our inalectable power. To kill our enemies, known and unknown, like so many lies, and to invade, invade, invade!
3: That's it, Milo! Now, over the jump! Yes! The water! That's it! Fantastic! You ride the horse like you were born in the saddle!
1: Thank you, Armando! Is it okay for me to talk here?
3: I gave the crew the afternoon off. It is safe.
1: Thank you. Think I'm ready for my first show? You
3: are more than ready, my young chimpanzee friend. (laughs) You are going to be the star attraction of my circus.
1: Thank you. Can I ask you something?
3: Yes. What is it?
1: Are you having money troubles? I read in the paper that we are one of only three circuses left. And by next year, we may be the only one.
3: Oh, never you worry, my young chimpanzee friend. With a star like yourself, the name of Milo, the amazing equestrian chimpanzee, will keep us going just fine.
1: Will I ever get to talk in front of someone other than you, Armando? One day, perhaps.
3: for now, in the year 1982, It would be dangerous for you to speak. You are the only one of your kind that can communicate, can talk.
1: I know, I know. You've told me a thousand times. Uh, Can I ask you something else?
3: Yes, uh, anything, my young friend.
1: Heloise is not my mother, is she? No. Then why haven't you...
3: Milo? She loves you very much and raised you, but unlike your parents, she will never have the capacity for speech. My parents.
1: I found an old newspaper in your office while I was studying. It spoke of my
3: parents, Cornelius and Zira. Oh, they were wonderful and good friends. They would have been very proud of you.
1: How did they...
3: They were... murdered.
7: But why?
3: Because they could speak. And they came from the future.
1: Why haven't you told
3: me? I have been waiting for the right time. But no time is right under these circumstances. The truth to an eight-year-old is as crushing as to a thirty-year-old. I am, I am sorry. So, I'm so sorry.
1: It's, it, it's okay, Armando. Oh, what were they like, Milo,
3: my young friend? Why don't you put your horse up, and then you meet me for dinner, young one, and then. We will talk long into the night and I will tell you everything you want to know about the wonderful apes, (laughs) I mean, the friends that your parents were. They were my closest friends, Milo, ape or man. You are all family to me. Go now, then meet me at my trailer.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Armando? Do I have a future?
3: lord? one day, mark my words, you will be as great as Caesar. Caesar.
1: Thank you for listening to the Broken Sea expanded audio adaptation of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Expanded and adapted for audio by Bill Holweg, from the scripts by Mort Abrams and Paul Den, based on the world created by Pierre Boulle. This is a work of fan fiction, a celebration of the films and audio for the simians everywhere.
4: Thank you for listening to tonight's episode of Beneath the Planet of the Apes episode four starring in tonight's production mark kalita played the young milo cornelius and the lawgiver and zero was voiced by natasha lathrop ursus was voiced by paul manner brent was voiced by colin snow dr Zayus and armando were voiced by gareth preston brian of seraphic panoply played the bailiff david subkoyak played dr maximus Brent was voiced by Colin Snow. Dr. Milo was played by Jack Ward. Gorilla Number One was played by Jack Hostley. The Orangutan President was played by Elaine Barrett. Tonight's Lesson from the Lawgiver was written by Glenn Sheets. Music by Incomtech. And big thanks to the master, Jerry Goldsmith. I also want to thank the POTA Yahoo Group because they rock. As to all you hooligans at Broken Sea. I'd also like to say stop on by Audiodramatalk.com and the Sonic Society run by my buddy Jack Ward and Shannon Ilchi. This has been Bill Holwick, writer, producer, mixer, and all-around Simeon Nutcase, wishing you a good evening. This has been a Broken Sea audio production. www.brokensea.com
1: I hope you all have enjoyed it and will return to us again soon for the next exciting installment. Good evening.
9: My name is Carl Kolshak, former reporter for INS, Chicago's very own independent news service. In all my years of investigative journalism, I've seen some pretty strange things. Today, you'd simply look at them as amusing fodder for the national tabloids. But hear me out when I tell you that they're real. The vampires, androids, ghosts, swamp creatures, monkey men, and even Jack the Ripper. Yes, every last one. Rather than jeopardize my former editor's sanity with such sensational tales, I simply left out the details for public consumption. Oh, I kept the real transcripts, conveniently tucked away from the curious eye in a file under the innocuous name All Saints Archive. But now, happily retired, I believe I can finally release the full accounts, as I actually experienced them. Prepare yourself now for one of many cases from the All Saints Archive, or as I call them, the Night Stalker incidents.